I'm reading a really interesting book right now called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's really interesting to me as a science educator because I teach chemistry to sophomores and I teach scientific research to juniors and seniors. And it goes into uh, quantum mechanics or basically goes into the quantum world. And so, you know, we all know that matter is made of atoms, right? So everything around us, all matter, um, is comprised of atoms. And atoms are made up of protons, neutrons, and electrons, right? And there was a time when scientists thought that this was it. This was what everything was made out of, that atoms were fundamental particles. They were foundational particles, and there wasn't anything smaller. There wasn't anything more to them. This is what scientists used to think, right? But then we realized that we could split an atom right? And uh, there was actually more to it, right? You could divide an atom. And then we started to see as we got into the quantum world, that there are these things called quarks. Uh, and there are leptons and there are, you know, all these things. Electrons are considered to be fundamental particles currently by science, meaning scientists believe that electrons don't get any smaller, that there's not, but you have to remember there was a time when scientists thought that it didn't get any smaller than atoms either, right? And so when we get into the quantum world, which is the subatomic world, when we start looking at these particles that are smaller than atoms, really weird things start to happen. So there's this really smart guy named Einstein, right? You've probably heard of this dude. Um, and he had this theory called general relativity. And basically, general relativity says that space and time are not really separate, but that they're woven together kind of like a fabric. So that space and time are really um, inseparable. And general relativity has held up very well until recently. Okay. When we start looking at the quantum world, we start finding that Einstein's theory of general relativity actually breaks down and doesn't predict the movement of subatomic quantum particles the way that we had expected. And in fact, uh, scientists you know, had to invent uh, dark energy and dark matter, you've probably heard of these terms, dark energy and dark matter, in order to try and explain the weirdness of the quantum world. Because Without these things that we just we made up to try and bring coherence to the quantum world, um, then literally scientists cannot understand it. We don't have any models that adequately explain the quantum world. Okay, so what does this have to do with success? What does this have to do with achievement, getting you closer to your goals? Well, um, Dr. Dispenza in his book, He's talking, he's basically saying that we can harness a new awareness of physical reality based on what we do know about the quantum world. We know that the quantum world doesn't play by the rules that most of us live by. Okay. Most of us would say we can only be one place at a time. But when you move into the quantum world, that's not necessarily the case, right? We can see that electrons, for example, are really hard to pin down. Scientists, just by observing electrons, uh, change them. Uh, 
uh, in a way. They change their position so that you're in this sort of situation where if you're observing an electron, you're affecting that electron. And so you're not seeing what you would be seeing if you weren't observing it. But of course, if you're not observing it, then you're not seeing anything. Okay. Try and get your mind around that. And, you know, if you don't get anything else from this, just recognize the quantum world is really, really, really weird. Okay. So again, how does this apply to us and achieving success? Okay. When we talk about intention, okay, when we talk about intending to accomplish something, um, we usually think along a linear track and, and, and we usually think, okay, I intend to achieve this goal. Here's how I'm going to do it. Okay. In the future. And then after I do X, Y, and Z, then at some other point in the linear future, I will get that thing that I want to have. Right. And that makes sense. It's like, Hey, I want a glass of water. What do I need to do? I need to go to the kitchen. I need to get a glass. I need to put some water in that glass. Boom. Mission accomplished. Right. That's how most of us go about our success and go about accomplishing our goals. But Dr. Dispenza is saying, wait a minute and consider the quantum world. And when you do consider the weirdness of the quantum world, you start to see a different picture of how things get done and how things might happen in our world. So there was a really interesting study that was shared in the book. Okay. Um, uh, Dr. Dispenza shared how there was a study done where people were praying for individuals who had sepsis, which is a bad infection, in the hospital. And they wanted to see if the people who were prayed for would have better outcomes than the people who were not prayed for. Now, there have been, you know, studies like this have been done. This is not necessarily groundbreaking research in and of that uh, component. What was interesting was that when they looked at the results of the study and people didn't know if they were being prayed for or not, what they found was the people who were being prayed for, they did have statistically significant um, uh, decreases in their hospital time. They were released from the hospital sooner. Their infection and their fever did not last as long as those who were not prayed for. Okay, again, interesting, right? But here's where it gets really weird. In this study, the people were praying uh, not for people who were currently sick in the hospital. They were actually praying for people who had been in the hospital quite some time ago, 5, 10, 15 years in the past. Okay, just wrap your head around this for a second. They were praying for people who had been in the hospital 5, 10, 15 years ago. And when they looked at the data of the people who had been in the hospital and they compared the people that were prayed for in the present to the people that were not prayed for in the present, and they looked at their outcomes from the past, what they discovered was that people had better outcomes when they were prayed for in the future, not even in their present. Okay. And Dr. Dispenza's point here is that we tend to think of time as being linear. Again, we think of our success as, okay, I set a goal, I do these things, again, in linear time, and then I accomplish them. But what if that's not necessarily the case? What if, did you see that movie Arrival? 
If you haven't seen Arrival with Amy Adams, really cool movie. Um, check it out. These uh, I won't ruin too much for you. Okay, a few spoilers, I guess. Spoiler alert. There are these extraterrestrials, and they don't have a concept or even an existence within linear time. Everything is like a circle for them. And so they don't have this concept of the past, the present, and the future. But again, everything is lumped together in this sort of circle. And this, I think, is what Dr. Dispenza is driving at in his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, is that we tend to think in a linear fashion, but the way to actually get what we want might be, could be, possibly, to uh, think outside of that linear situation and to actually become or feel like we have become the person that we want to be, to feel, to set our intentions and our feelings toward what we want to achieve in the future as if we have already attained it here in the present. Now, listen, I know some of you, you know, I'm a skeptical guy myself. And so I read this, I listen to this and I think, okay, maybe this is just a bunch of hooey. Okay, maybe this is just like the secret. I can sit on my couch and I can think about money and I will attract money unto myself. Okay, I think that is a bunch of hooey. But here's what I know. Scientists do not understand quantum mechanics. There's still so much that we have to learn. It's at least an entertaining possibility to entertain and see if it does anything for you in your own life. See if it's useful. What I know as I've been practicing uh, this principle of not thinking of success as something that is off in the future, but is thinking of it as something that I am becoming right now in the present, I know that I have accomplished more of my goals. And I think there's something there, even if it's just a psychological phenomenon, that when you start thinking not of what you want to do, not even of what you intend to do, but of who you intend to become and what you already have and living in the present, not sacrificing goals uh, off into the future, but living in the present and yet still having some sort of foot in the future and in the past at the same time simultaneously, I know that that has affected me in a positive way. And so uh, Dr. Dispenza talks about your intention and your feelings needing to be aligned. You need to have an intention toward a goal. You also need to foster and cultivate the feelings that you would have if you had achieved that goal. Again, whether this is something weird in the quantum world or whether this is a psychological phenomenon, I had a student last year in my scientific research class and he did an experiment where he asked people to take shots, uh, like free throw shots with, with a basketball on a basketball court. And he asked half of his participants to visualize their shot sailing through the air and going through the hoop prior to shooting the ball. And, and, and others, the other half, he didn't have them visualize, right? And the fact of the matter was, there was a statistically significant difference between those who visualized their shot beforehand in terms of how many baskets they made um, and those who did not. And so, what, you know, whatever you want to do with this, man, if, if you want to take it to a spiritual place, if you want to take it to a quantum, you know, level, 
Or if you just want to say, maybe this is a psychological phenomenon, successful people have been using visualization for years and years, decades and decades to accomplish their goals. Uh, he talks about thoughts in the book as being the language of the brain and feelings as being the language of the body. When your thoughts and feelings are aligned, that's when you achieve your goals. Change how you think and feel and prepare for unexpected changes. So you don't necessarily know how something is going to be accomplished. You might have a plan, but you're open to whatever comes your way. Um, you're not married to one particular outcome or one particular way of achieving your goal. So, you know, say you want to earn a hundred thousand dollars in a single year, you're not married to earning that money just through one avenue, just through one business, uh, just through, you know, one plan that you've made, but that's your intention. You set your intentions and your feelings toward that goal. Um, here in the present. And you basically, what Dr. Dispenza is saying is you basically let the quantum field, you let the quantum world figure out the means or the how it's going to happen. Surrender and trust. Let go of how you think or want something to occur and just trust that it will as you become that person setting your intentions and your feelings and your thoughts toward that thing. And then finally, he talked about gratitude. And I thought this was just uh, an amazing thing. You know, give thanks before something happens or changes. So many of us, we think of gratitude as something that happens after something else happens. Okay, so this thing happened and I'm grateful for it. So now I'm going to have gratitude. And what what, uh, uh, what he talked about in the book was have gratitude and have like a mindset of gratitude all the time and be giving thanks and feeling grateful for things that you want to happen as if they have already happened in your life. You must feel as though what you want is in your reality currently. Your body must be convinced that it has the emotional quotient, he says in the book, of the future experience happening to you now. So I strongly recommend to all of you to pick up this book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I'm listening to it right now on audible.com. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. It's it's just a great way for me to digest a lot of content as I'm driving in the car, I'm laying in bed at night, or I just have a few minutes alone with my phone and some headphones. You know, I can listen for five minutes, 10 minutes, get a little bit of motivation and inspiration. I know this book is really speaking to me right now, and I'd love to hear what you guys think about it as well. Have you heard of this book? Have you read it? Are you going to go out and get it? Let me know, and thank you guys for tuning in to The Huddle today. Um, again, the name of the book is Break the Habit of Being Yourself. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Check it out. Uh, I know you're going to get something valuable from it. And let me know your thoughts on these concepts today and the things um, that we talked about. All right, I'm out of here, team. Y'all have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow right here on The Huddle.